Welcome back to First Focus, the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia. Purpose to update the church with current news and events happening within the ministry of our church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, and today to talk about the areas of the Associate Minister of Discipleship and the new position of the Associate Minister of Missions, I have with me our senior pastor, Dr. Derek Thomas. Dr. Thomas, I trust you're doing well today. Thank you, Troy. It's good to be um, here and uh, always good to be with you. And uh, yes, you've raised uh, two uh, really exciting uh, things that are happening right now. And uh, I think when this is being broadcast, uh, the congregational meeting to approve uh, search committees for these two uh, ministers will already have taken place. Yes. And, and we trust without any difficulties. So let's talk about the Minister of Missions first, because that's easier. Absolutely. And we haven't had a Minister of Missions uh, for several years, a full, not a full-time one. Neil Mathias, of course, occupied that role mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, and it's hard to even conceive of anyone else actually doing this role here at First Prayers, because Neil set the bar uh, so high that it's almost impossible to, right. to consider who in the world could take that over. Right. And for a lot of reasons, way too difficult to go into here, mm-hmm. um, we asked Neil, when, when he talked about retirement, we asked him if he would be willing to phase that a little and and agree to be part-time for, for a season, Sure, uh, which he did. And now that he has fully retired and he's been fully retired for uh, for over a year and, and, and maybe and maybe more and covid has has me all confused here but I think pro- you, it's pretty close yeah yes I, I think so too uh, obviously that post needs to be replaced mm-hmm. but because uh, Neil was also doing other things uh, he was the senior associate the the role that David Lawton now occupies, sure. uh, and that has administrative uh, responsibilities right. um, in-house, as it were. Mm-hmm. We, we've decided, or at least the session decided, that the way to make this into a full-time job uh, was to have a minister of missions that would be in charge of uh, foreign missions, but also local missions. Right, right. Uh, and our church is heavily involved with uh, a couple of dozen uh, local missions uh, sure. ministries here in the city. Uh, and having a minister overseeing uh, some of that mm. uh, would, be, would be useful. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's the first uh, position. The second position is a, is a little more complicated. Gabe's uh, Gabe Fleurer, Dr. Fleurer's uh, departure a few months ago, uh, of course, exacerbated uh, the issue. Right. When Gabe came here, he came as the Minister of Discipleship, mm-hmm. but, but he morphed into another role when Ralph Davis retired uh, and, and left us uh, as the evening preacher. Um, Gabe became effectively the Minister of Teaching, though we did not... Uh, change his title, uh, which which we were going to do, sure. but, but uh, we never got around to changing his title. So this role is not Gabe's role that he had 
say six months ago, right. uh, the teacher of Gateway, the evening preacher, and, and technically the, a minister of teaching rather than a minister of discipleship. Right. Um, we, we are just taking the minister of discipleship part of that job. Uh, so, so this role is not we're looking for the next evening preacher. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a separate issue right. and a separate entity. And we'll talk about that maybe later in the summer. Sure. That's what our immediate plans are. But this is, uh, this is a role to engage in particularly men's discipleship mm. uh, and also to oversee uh, discipleship uh, with other directors mm-hmm. in youth ministry and college ministry and, and so on. And currently doing that role uh, in, in, in an interim uh, basis is, is David Henderson. Right. So because these uh, are associate minister roles, uh, they can't be appointed by uh, me or, mm-hmm. or the session. Right. Uh, they have to be appointed by the congregation. Absolutely. Uh, so these are congregational calls uh, requiring uh, search committees, and they have to follow ARP mm-hmm. uh, polity. And, and, and there are certain rules about who, uh, the, the way in which you go about uh, calling a minister. Sure. And um, hopefully uh, these two uh, roles can be filled fairly quickly. Yes, um, we we really should have done this a year ago mm. and more. The reason we didn't was because we've we've been engaging in a fairly intensive study of what our needs actually are mm-hmm. as a congregation. And one of the results of that study is that for a church of our size, for a church of our, our membership, mm-hmm. uh, we are actually understaffed in right. terms of ministers. Right. And currently, we have four. We'll be adding two to make it six, mm-hmm. but there is a there is a case to be made, maybe for a seventh. But, sure, but I, you know, I, I don't want to speak about that here today. Right. right, and you know, we're we're probably on the lookout for a minister of teaching, but that's a very difficult role to fill. Absolutely, it, it requires a certain person and a certain person with flexibility mm-hmm. and and so on and. That, that role will not be filled um, in the foreseeable future. Right. Uh, but, but that's not to say that it won't ever be filled. Right. Well, I just imagine that we would attempt to be extremely strategic in the way that we go about hiring that position. Yes, and hiring ministers, of course, is uh, an exciting thing, but it's also an, a, a very serious thing. Uh, you only need one rogue minister on your staff, and, and things can go south in, in a heartbeat. Right. And in terms of, of their commitment to the scriptures and commitment to Reformed theology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also it's very important uh, that they be team players. Sure. Um, I mean, ministers have egos like, like anyone else. Right. And if, if you have the wrong person, uh, it, it can be sometimes a cause of division sure. and strife. And so looking for that right person with, with gifts and personality right. And, and faithfulness to the scriptures, uh, but also willing to stay within the lanes mm. that he's being asked to do mm. in terms of his job description. 
Absolutely. And I think that uh, you've really answered a lot of my questions that I had about what those job descriptions are without getting too far into the details. um, I think that gives us a really good overview and oversight of um, what these ministers will be uh, charged with in their call. Uh, And we've also talked a little bit about um, the, the seriousness of the call from the congregation. So I thought maybe we might end the time with what are some of the ways that uh, our members, as, as well as ourselves, can be preparing our own hearts to serve these men who the, the Lord will appoint and, and that this church will call to these positions? How can we be preparing our own hearts to, to serve them and to build them up and, and help them be successful from day one? So both of these roles are involved in evangelism and church growth and personal growth, the Minister of Discipleship will be concerned especially with our own members, but the Minister of Missions will will be organizing mission trips on mm. uh, our church, perhaps more than any other church in the denomination, uh, has a very keen uh, interest and an historic interest in uh, global missions sure. that the ARP are engaged in. And uh, we've missed some of that uh, over the last year and a half. And, of course, with COVID, there were no mission trips. Right. Um, but it's time soon to, to, to do that. And, and hopefully the, the congregation should be praying uh, that we choose the right mm. men mm-hmm. and praying that these men would advance the cause of the gospel, both here in the city of Colombia uh, and also in the world. We have lost, uh, the city of Columbia has lost two uh, enormously gifted young young preachers, yeah. Gabe uh, and George Wright from Shandon Baptist, sure. all with both of them within the space of a couple of months. Sure. And that's a huge loss for the city, mm. uh, incalculable loss for the city. And uh, it, it was God's plan. Uh, and sometimes we chafe. You know, right. we, we want to we want to say to the Lord, you know, maybe he could have done this differently. <laughs> right. But, you know, we have to bow to his providence. But the city uh, and a minister of discipleship has in the past been a role where uh, we have worked in tandem with like minded churches. Sure. Here, I think of men's events. Sure. Where where maybe half of the people present were from other congregations. Right, and, uh, uh, a wild game yes. supper. Yes, yeah. sure. And doing uh, doing ministry that furthers the cause of the gospel, but also furthers a sense of connectedness uh, with mm. like-minded churches uh, here in the city of Columbia. And it sounds, now that this missions position has under its purview local missions, that the, the minister of missions and discipleship might even have a connectedness about their positions that they might be able to work in tandem and together, perhaps with events and things of that nature? Yes. I mean, one of the things we are keen to do is to engage in volunteer ministry Mm -hmm. uh, with local missions. Yeah, There are things that local missions do, uh, and they do much better than if the church were to try to do it. Right. And therefore, the way the church can help I mean, we help them financially, of course, and that's, mm-hmm. and that's important. But there's, there are also ways in which we can help by volunteering. Mm-hmm. And we are keen uh, to encourage that. And, and hopefully the Minister of Missions might, for, for example, encourage 
uh, our youth, for example, sure. to learn about what the needs are here in the city, right. and, and perhaps to have first-hand experience of those who are who are not as uh, blessed as we are, sure. and uh, have a heart for gospel-centered diaconal mm. ministry mm-hmm. uh, to those who are in need uh, here in the city. Yeah. Well, I think that gives us a pretty round view and answers a lot of the questions that I had about these positions and gives us some ways that we can be in prayer, even as a congregation, before these men get here. Of course, the Lord will ordain these positions, and, and uh, we will confirm that call as a as a congregation. But thank you for your pointed comments about these these two positions and how that will affect our dynamics as a church, but also how it will further the gospel here within First Pres and within the city of Columbia. It's really exciting. Thank you, Troy. Uh, I look forward to seeing what God has in store for us. I do as well. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone who is listening today. Our hope is that you will continue to be built up as the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, and to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.